Welcome to Young and Finch, the podcast created by Korean millennials. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Young and Finch. My name is Brian. I'm Andrew. And I'm Josh. What's up, boys? And up? Uh, today we're going to be talking about something that could be a little bit sentimental. Um, we're going to be talking about our family. And um, I think a lot of our listeners can relate to this. We're going to be talking about family values, you know. Um, how it felt to be raised as an immigrant in Canada, in a Korean family household, and things like that. So, with that being said, what's good, boys? What's good? What's good? Not much. Andrew? Sorry. Uh, I think this topic is somewhat sentimental, like Brian said. Yeah. But... Someone might shed a tear, sorry. Yeah, I'll try not to, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just, I guess, start with... A question you know yeah how are your relationships different now as opposed to your early 20s with your parents and how do you view that relationship that's a big question yeah i mean you could generalize it i guess yeah yeah i mean i think for me it's like i think it happens to i think all of us like when you're young and when you're maybe in your late 10s or early 20s you think like you're the shit you know like it's like oh i don't need my parents like i'm i'm all grown up yeah um and you kind of have them on the back burner and then as you grow up and then as you start you know going to work and you know living the cliche like society like going to jobs and interacting with other people and things like that like you see a lot of a lot of shit and uh, you kind of realize that like family like the world doesn't offer what your family offers you. And what I mean by that is like, I guess in terms of like unconditional love and, and trust and um, just like not having any doubts, whether, whether or not this person, you know, has good intentions for me and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm so blessed that I could say that because I know not a lot of people have that. And there's a lot of, you know, troubles happening at home with their family mm-hmm. and things like that. But luckily I'm fortunate enough to not be in that position. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I think as you get older, you kind of appreciate the fact that you have someone that you can trust. You have someone that you can rely on 100%. And um, I think um, because you have that, it's a, it's a lot easier for you to just kind of, you know, retreat back to your family and, you know, just talk about whatever, whatever is on your mind without having to worry about whether this person has good intentions for me or any of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think that's what my family does for me right now in this current, like moment like in the, in the modern day. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think, um, yeah, that's what I think. Do you have a different view of them in your early twenties as opposed to now? Like, so I guess if I could kind of share a little bit before you answer. Yeah. Like back in my 20s, early 20s, sorry. I didn't really think much about my parents in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was more focused about 
you know, like you said, my, myself, um, like what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but now as I'm transitioning to my late twenties, I realize, first of all, my parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And second of all, um, I realized that they enjoy spending time with their family mm-hmm. because as you grow up, um, you have less of that. Right. Yeah. So, um, when they said that they enjoy spending time with us and they express it, I really, I guess I feel that more now. So more so, sorry, more so now than before. And yeah. I try to take some of my time now out of my life to spend time with them. Right. Yeah. So it's, I guess, yeah, now I guess you could say I've matured a little bit, but cheese. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I think um, all of us can agree to, to yeah. that. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. So any changes <laughs> for you guys? Yeah. Like speaking of what you said, it's like, like just last week or even this week, like I went to my, my, like my sister's condo, like finally got built and she moved in and everything. So yeah. it was like me, my sister and my mom. And we went to go like see the condo. And my mom was just like, like we were walking around that neighborhood and like, you know, going to like shops, buying like bakeries and shit like that. Just like those, those little trivial things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my mom was just like, oh, like, oh, like I'm so happy. Like, you know, I'm so happy that we can do this with the family. And like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just like things like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so small and sometimes... Like for us, we might just kind of like brush it off, but I'm sure for them, it's like seeing us like grow up and become, you know, adults and things like that. It's like, it's like a process and I'm sure they like really love seeing that growth in, in all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's all similar <laughs> vibrations. Um, like, I think the biggest thing for me was just priority, like, when I was in my young 20s, going to university and things like that, my parents and, like, my family wasn't priority because it's, like, for me, mentally, they're always going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Or if that was, like, my thought process, like, no matter what, um, you know, I can always go home and I can always go see my brother or my parents or whatever. Like, they'll always be there. Yeah. And then I think what happened recently, like, with, with like graduating, like, recently within, like, the five past five years, you know, graduating, starting work and things like that. Um, and then also just kind of hearing other people's life experiences, you, like, I realized, you know, it's like what Andrew said, it's like, it's about spending like that time you spent with your family and things like that. Like that is what's really going to remain once, you know, they get older and you get older and, you know, eventually when if, you know, it's, it's a circle of life, you know, when, when your parents pass and stuff like that, all you really have left of them are your memories and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. it sounds kind of dark but it's like a kind of rude awakening where now i'm like yeah like the time i have left with my family is actually not that much mm-hmm. my i i heard this somewhere that like if you like if you see your fa- if you see your parents maybe once or twice a year let's say let's say twice a year on average right yeah and you know you live to be on your 20 and you're 30 right now hypothetically and you live to be 100 that means uh, or like your parents are 50 or whatever and they live to be 100 that means theoretically you only 
have a hundred times left of seeing them on average, right? And mm-hmm. obviously that's that's kind of like it's a huge assumption and a huge whatever, but like if you even that ballpark number itself is like it's so little, right? Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. It's like, you know, we really don't have that much time left and mm-hmm. um that's kind of where I've gotten now. It's like not that I want to spend time with them because I'm worried about um, you know, like I don't have that much time to get to know them as mm-hmm. as people. I think I talked about this before too, but mm-hmm. I think there's a transition between seeing your parents as parents and then seeing them as people, right? And once you see them as people, you realize you just don't really know that much about them. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Just trying to focus um, time and energy and having them as a priority in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um circle of life is the tough pill to swallow but it is what it is kind of thing yeah it's kind of i guess yeah sorry i guess we have to just do what with what we're dealt with i guess sorry yeah go ahead ahead. i was just gonna say it's kind of interesting to see like when you guys are talking about circle of life like it is like the full circle it's like i kind of feel like as we're getting older like we're taking care of our parents and they're kind of like becoming the little baby again Mm -hmm. um yeah like in terms of like not like physically but mentally they're 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 a lot you know a lot slower they're um a lot more simple and um yeah yeah like they get you know hurt like offended easily like if you you're not careful about what you say it's true and just like things like that you know yeah um so like i'm sure they were like us when they were in their 20s they were like super bright super quick things like that but now i look at my parents and they're just like it's like a lot more like slower yeah you know um so anyways that's what i thought about circle of life sorry so the i guess the thought difference between your early 20s and your late 20s i guess now Mm -hmm. um earlier we i could i guess we could say that we all kind of focused on ourselves more Mm -hmm. but now so we're kind of like making a priority shift mm-hmm. but yeah. um conversely like what are some thoughts that you always had about your parents like that never not not the cliche ones like unconditional love like i know they love me or whatever blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so something like a mindset about your parents that you always had so like for me um i always had like i always liked making my parents like proud kind of thing and i mm-hmm. took that as yeah. motivation to do well in life mm-hmm. so um i always took that as a base so like if i have something to i guess um show off about i will work towards that and kind of show like proudly show off to my parents because yeah. i know they're, no, they're like you said brian earlier where they, they're the ones that never judge yeah. and give you unconditional love yeah to see them express excitement over my growth Mm -hmm. i see that and i you know take motivation in that and yeah try you know kind of like a circle circle of experience if you will say not circle of life yeah (laughs) but uh anyways yeah something like that um if you guys have any yeah like i i think for me 
the thing that my parents always pushed for me was never like you know i think typically with korean as well as you know just asian parents in general it's always like you know get a good job you gotta be successful in life and you know there's like these these kind of um achievement levels that they talk about when you're younger and that kind of sets the expectation for what kind of person you want to be or you should be kind of thing right i think that's common with with a lot of uh with a lot of parents but for my parents um they were a little bit different in that they they really they really didn't care about stuff like that like they wanted me to obviously be happy and and to be a successful in my own right but it was never about like the type of job or, or anything like that but the thing that they always instilled in me is like what kind of person do you want to be you know like what kind of character do you want to like have like traits like how do you want to treat people how do you want people to see you and like that's what they really pushed mm-hmm. for for me growing up and it was always like instead of lecturing me about studying more for so that I can become successful it's like study more so that that builds your character and mm-hmm. this drives the direction of like what kind of person you will become so similar to you it's like I think for me like now I'm like I'm I when I talk to my parents and when I interact with them like I'm I'm kind of proud to show that like the person I've become now is like a product of their molding mm-hmm. and their nurturing and stuff like that and so similar to you you know i'll come home and then you know i'll talk about these things that are happening and different decisions i made and and what's going on in my life and stuff like that and then i could see them be proud of you know of me because of the type of person i am and the values that i have and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i think that's something that i've always attributed with my parents Mm -hmm. what about you brian like my mom and my dad are very um similar but different in a way Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like my dad is probably is probably is is the most like hardworking person i know like in terms of like going out to jobs and um just like being responsible and providing for the family yeah and uh like my dad works at um the postal office so it's like very it could be physically intensive work kind of thing yeah but for him to just show up every day um like no complaining you know and like i'm sure he doesn't want to do it but like he kind of has to you know Mm -hmm. um just so that he could provide for us so like i think even for a long time like i had nothing but like respect for my father for being able to do that and um for my mom she she was my mom's like a house mom and i think a lot of like korean moms like around that you know generation becomes like a house mom where like the dad yeah. goes out to work and things like that so my mom was home yeah. a lot but like she taught me like lessons about kind of what like what josh said in terms of like how you treat other people like how um like how considerate you are about other people's feelings and um, just like, I guess about love and unconditional <clears throat> love, mm-hmm. like no matter like what they do, like no matter how much like I stress them out or piss them off, like my mom will always be like the one to first just kind of reach out and just kind of bring me back in. Um, so I guess in conclusion, like my dad taught me like how to work hard and you know, being responsible for your family while my mom taught me like just all those um, lessons about like 
love and things like that which i think are both very important to like, yeah for sure to like building your character mm-hmm. so um yeah i think that's the mindset that i have of my parents <laughs> mm-hmm. if that answers the question yeah true true but we know that our relationship with our parents are not always happy-go-lucky unconditional love positive vibes yeah um, 100%. you know how will how are your parents like with regards to uh nurturing you and, and tough love and stuff like that like did you guys have strict parents because I, I know a lot of like i've heard a lot of stories about parents who are like super strict and stuff like that you know like like kundapa style you know mm. but um like what what was that like for you guys and like did you guys ever like get into big arguments like I, everyone everyone argues with their parents but sometimes you have that one fight and you're like you know yeah. will we be able to recover from that kind of thing yeah well for me my parents were like they were strict they were firm but they weren't like you know like a military style like <laughs> go to your bed at nine make your bed yeah. at seven in the morning you know yeah. like, like it wasn't like very like regimented or anything like that but mm-hmm. I would say my parents were more strict when I was little. Like when I was back in Korea, like they would, they were very firm. Like I remember just being a little bit like nervous and scared in terms of like my academics. Yeah. Like I'll bring home like a, like I remember this one time I brought home like a 90% on my test. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, ma, like, like look what I got. And But then my mom was not happy nope. because like everyone else got like 95 or 100. <laughs> yeah so brian 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 (laughs) (laughs) dirty 90 boy yeah i don't think i'll be proud of my (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like definitely like i don't know this could be very controversial but my i I did get like hit when i was little but not like fucking like abuse hit just like yeah like those love tough love tough tough love love, you know yeah 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 and then I have to like go on my knees and like hold my hands up for like five minutes. But then when my mom like walked away, I would like break it down. And then when she showed back up, I would like quickly raise my hand. Like scared. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I like looking back, it was just like all out of love. And mm-hmm. like I can't criticize my parents because like like it's like if I was put into that situation right now in my twenties, like I wouldn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. And I would yeah. obviously look want the best for my kids. But like ever since that like ever since i like, come to canada immigrating here like my parents were like pretty loose about everything like mm. they let me have the freedom to do like you know a lot of things like obviously like don't do drugs and just like shit like that but um yeah but i think one big thing that happened that kind of strained our my relationship especially with my mom would be when I was dating like a non-Korean girl. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like we've had a lot of arguments and mm-hmm. and fight like that. And I kind of understand where they're coming from because like it's hard for them to speak English. So it might be hard for them to like connect with my significant other and, and yeah. things like that. For but sure. early on, like we had a lot of conflicts about that. And um mm. Like, honestly, even even to this day, like, if I bring, like, a non-Korean person over, like, I, ha- I still have that in the back of my mind. It's like, how is my mom going to react to this? True. But, 
it's a lot better now. It's it's um like like again, like my mom didn't know a lot about what I was trying to tell her at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot better now. But yeah, if there was one thing that I could remember that just kind of maybe drifted us apart a little bit was probably that. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, a lot of Korean baby boomers, if you will, mm-hmm. are like that, right? They have that closed mindset. If it's, yeah. if they could only, if they could speak to someone that's Korean, they're like, oh, so open-minded and like, so yeah. not open-minded, sorry. So open and And like friendly. welcoming. And, yeah, but if yeah. they can't communicate, they kind of just shy away and close their doors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess I I could kind of continue. Yeah. On. Um. Honestly, I think I have a pretty similar mindset as my parents. Yeah. Um. So there was there wasn't anything significant in terms of a fight or an event that necessarily like drifted us apart. True. But obviously there are cases where we had our differences. Mm-hmm. Um, some scenarios. Uh, now that I think back, I was a brat. Um, mm-hmm. Or like for instance, um, when I graduated high school, I wanted to go to Korea, but obviously as a high school, I don't have money. Yeah. So I was begging my parents. All oh, my friends are going to Korea and shit. Can I not go? And they didn't let me because I guess, you know, they had their reasons. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now that I look back, I'm sure like. I was just being a little brat. Like, maybe they didn't have the money to, you know, send me or something. I'm sure they had their reason. And I'm sure they they wanted to send me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. But now I'm looking back. It's like, I was just being a little brat. So, yeah. Um, Stuff like that. It's like very, like, you know? Yeah. It's like insignificant in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Or, Or like another case would be when my family went to Vancouver. And you know how if you go to, if you travel with someone close to you, you tend to fight? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't like that instance with my with the, with the fight with my mom. It's like, it's a fight, but obviously we made up and it wasn't yeah. anything significant. But yeah, uh, like I didn't, like, I, I would say my relationship with my parents are really good right now. It's just chill. My mom is obviously the one that expresses more. But my dad shows um, through like services. I get. Uh, I think we touched upon the um, love languages, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. And I see that. So. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty chilling. You know. <laughs> I think. Yeah, all, I think the, all vibes. I think the most important thing is the mindset, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Brian, you said that you know, since you have non-Korean friends or girlfriends or whatever relationships, and you bring them to your. <laughs> Korean mom, it's like, it's like that mindset, right? There's a difference, mm-hmm. but for me, it's like I, I think I'm in line with pretty much almost everything. Yeah. With so yeah, yeah, true. That's me. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, um, like if you open up and just hang out with mm-hmm. non-Koreans for once, like there's a lot of things that I'm sure you will yeah. get in return, and like yeah, it'll just kind of open up your blinkers a little bit yeah but they're like it's okay oh, i'm okay i'm 15 years old but uh you're young you can do that but i'm gonna just hang out with my korean friends I'm it's like, like that <laughs> it's like that american mindset 
Yeah. It's not like, they don't give a like, shit about anything besides their own yeah. culture. And that's the thing. It's like, you can't change old people either. It's like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. am I to tell my parents, like, do this, do that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rather just change the way, like, you react and things like that. I think yeah, that, exactly. That's a lot easier. But, but times are changing, so we could we, we could be the ones to change that. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. We're the future. Sorry. I'm down. How about, how about you, Josh? Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah like there were never any like thankfully there were never any like major conflicts and like differences of 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 opinion but i think from coming from a second generation korean canadians perspective like i think a lot of my peers who are also second generation had a lot of um like sangcho uh which is like scars yeah like emotional scars and not trauma but like um you know deep-seated conflicts with their parents and having diff- like the culture clashing i think that cr- second gen koreans face is probably one of the most difficult um hurdles to go through because yeah your parents coming from a first generation perspective you know very traditional korean uh very korean mindset and versus your their kid who was born in canada or america and raised with this very free um and like open-minded and kind of like individualistic perspective it's there's a lot of clashes and things like that kind of like what what brian was talking about with you know like your your parents kind of having reservations about you know you meeting people who aren't korean just things like small things like that that like build up and you know like it's like you'll never understand me and shit like that and i I know so many (laughs) families that are still like having conflicts because of shit that they said or shit that they would that was happening during like middle school or stuff like that so Mm -hmm. um I definitely know that that's very common um but yeah for me personally thankfully um no no major things like that mm-hmm. no no like long um winding arguments most of the times it was like if i did something stupid mm-hmm. um i just got like honnesa and mm-hmm. then like they would just yeah tough love me and <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we're good after so yeah i'm just gonna add this but yeah uh i think i like you know how you get a lot of influence when you're growing up from your parents yeah i guess this is a question sorry what are some traits that you think you got from your parents right and i could start off with you if you guys need some some, some time to think but i guess for me i think my mom is super passive aggressive (laughs) and my dad is very (laughs) short-tempered <laughs> I thought you were gonna go positive traits. Oh no no! I mean positive too. Okay, I could talk about no positives no no no, too. no 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 no. Let's, keep going. Let's, let's talk about let's positives too. This is raw, um, authentic I th- material. Yeah, I think right I already here. talked about positive with the other one though. Yeah, that's true. So let's talk about negative then. Let's yeah. Negative. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I would say I would, and I see that, and I see myself doing that sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, and yeah. Do you guys have any? Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like that too. I kind of have like my dad's, um, not I wouldn't say short temper, but like if something annoyed my dad, like he would, um, get what's, angry. Like <laughs> what's what's okay? Like oh, like like <laughs> like, he, like when he be shook. Kind of. It's, it's like he, he he like shuts down. You know, like oh. he doesn't want to like. Talk. tilted he gets tilted he gets tilted like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know but i kind of have that same like 
vibrations too to a certain degree yeah so it's like when it's honestly when it's like me and my dad like it can get kind of <laughs> awkward yeah <laughs> Because like no, my dad, my dad's very stoic and like he he's, yeah. he doesn't talk much. Like he's more of yeah. like the action kind of, like mm-hmm, love true. language kind of type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like I'm kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, yeah. My my mom went to Korea and it was just like me and my dad. It was just like just quiet. It wasn't quiet, but like I like I don't know. It wasn't like me and my mom's relationship. It yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. Two dudes just in a, in a yeah. room. Like we were like, <laughs> but what, what'd you eat? Oh, rice. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah but i th- i feel like a lot of korean dads or even just dads are like that with yeah. their sons yeah. right yeah. so yeah i mean sure. i could i relate to what you just said 100 yeah. So. yeah yeah me too yeah yeah it's just the dad thing i guess yeah yeah how about from your mom or do you not have any? from my mom yeah i guess like the like what i said before about just like trying to give to other people mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, uh, I mean it's pretty boring and cliche, but I don't think I learned anything bad from my mom. I, my mom is probably like the most like chill, like mm-hmm. like modern day like angel. Sorry, what the <laughs> down? Like literally, oh, like sure. I I can't say anything bad about my mom, man. Like honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so true. Yeah, I think that's shout out right. to all the moms. Shout out to all the moms. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of family, we forgot to dive into our other family member. How how is y'all's relationship with your brothers and sisters? And I guess your bro-in-law if, if in some cases too. There's yeah. your family too, right? Yeah. I mean, for context, we all have siblings and uh we're all actually the youngest sibling, right? And yeah. we all have bros-in-laws. Yeah. And we all have brother-in-laws. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true, that's true. So Josh, how about you? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think if we're talking about siblings, um, I'm actually very thankful when I look at my siblings because I think growing up, well, first of all, a little background. Um, I have a brother mm-hmm. and a sister. My brother is two years older than me and my sister is four years older than me. So we're all kind of in the same age range. I'd say like we're like, it's like chingunai, right? Like yeah. we're friends when we're growing up. And that's kind of how it was for me. Like I, we were like basically friends and when we, because I I grew up in a small like white town, so we didn't have too many we didn't have too many other Koreans, mm-hmm. um, and so especially during that time, you know, my my siblings were my closest friends, like when mm-hmm. I was like like young young. So, mm-hmm. um, with that kind of tone, we we grew up, and obviously, you know, with school and life, you you fall apart and you you focus on different things, and you know, like during uni, like I kind of broke away from my family. Like I said earlier, and my priority wasn't my family; it was you know, my friends and partying and enjoying life and like mm-hmm. trying to live my best life and stuff like that. And so during that time, obviously, you know, our relationships kind of took a pause and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I'd say right now, for the most part, my, um, yeah, my, my relationship with my siblings are good. Like we're close, you know, I, I've growing, like I could tell them anything, you know, like relationship issues, mm-hmm. you know, things that I was like doing uh, like during union stuff. Like I would tell my sister and brother, like when I was experimenting with, with, with like different types of shit or partying too hard and stuff like that. Or, you know, if I had too much, you know, Tinder, whatever, like I, I would talk to them about stuff like that. And so it's like a very open and um, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's a, almost, it's like, it's, it's like a friendship, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's like, good, man. Yeah. So I'd say I, I'm blessed to have a really good relationship with my, with my siblings. 
are you guys all pretty close i would say like to each other i mean obviously i think you know when once there's like a third child sometimes that dynamic gets a little shifted <laughs> but i think i'm like my relationship with my sister and my relationship with my brother are good respectively you know what i mean yeah yeah that yeah. one, I'm not sure, like the third way, but whatever. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, that's, that's, not that's what I heard. I heard if there's like more than two, like yeah. my mom's, my mom too. It's, my mom's a child, like children of five, and like she yeah. doesn't get along with I think her Some second of them, or right? third. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, I guess, yeah. But you guys have, so you guys are only siblings of two. Like you guys both only have, like older sisters. Right? Like how? What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah, I have an older sister. <clears throat> Why do I sound like that? <laughs> like yeah, it. I have an older sister. <laughs> no, stepbrother, what are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I have, an, I have an older sister. She's three years older than me. Um, actually, different to what you said, Josh. Like, me and my sister, I don't think we were, like, super close like, growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of had, she kind of was doing her own thing, like, in high school and university. Like, she had her friends and, you know, I was just, like, another like Tong Seng living in the same house kind of vibes. Yeah. And same with me. I was like doing my own thing. Like, well, well, it was just like, like we definitely like cared for each other, but it wasn't like anything intimate or, you know, yeah. maybe kind of like what you had with your brother and sisters at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think as we got older and as mm-hmm. we started both working and just kind of grinding against, the daily you know shit that we have to deal with as adults <laughs> we kind of took like like solace with with each other it's just yeah, like another sure. um like another set of hands if you need if you need something you know like, yeah like like if you have career problems like i'll ask my sister like if i have interview questions then i'll ask my sister yeah um if i have questions about like anything because like they're going through it too you know so it's just like yeah. another um like opinion and, and and things like that too it's it's like somewhat of like a mentor to me yeah for um, sure and I, I could say the same thing for my brother-in-law too because like he's been very helpful to me and yeah i think yeah just as we get older um i think we just naturally became more closer and i think mm-hmm. we all just realized that like like family is literally like, like, like what I said before, it's just like it's like a it's just like a small circle that you can trust, and uh, yeah. it's like your like base circle. Yeah, they yeah, go back to. yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I agree. Wait, wait, Brent, your how's your relationship with your brother-in-law and uh, Andrew? Like you two, I want I'm curious to know about you, but like, what's that been like? Me and brother-in-law, we're good. We're good. Um, my brother-in-law is also he's a man of few words. I'd say. <laughs> But he's very like um, dependable. Like he's just like a. I feel like he's just like a like a mountain. That's just like in the, in the back <laughs> yeah. of our whole family. You know, like he doesn't move yeah. much and he doesn't say much. But like, so he's a big boy. He's like no, no, not like physically, but he's just like <laughs> that kind of presence. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, um, I know what you mean. But yeah, like I said, like he, I, I look at him as like another mentor. Like, um, he's been through a lot of shit. I'm sure because like he's been here in canada alone like his family's back in korea mm, true, so true. he i'm sure had to figure things out a lot faster than me yeah so but no we're, we're good we're chills like we played games together like we played Fortnite together <laughs> he 
he's, he's, very, he's very big into video games. So I think we had a lot of um, connections and um, yeah, yeah, like bonding moments through video games. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's good. Um, yeah, like he's always there for me. Like if I have any questions or, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I'd say it's a pretty good relationship. Yes, or nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was saying, I was thinking nice, but I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was... mm, yes, mm, yes, very good. Okay, I was, I was saying uh, nice, so I said yeah. So I was like, anyways. Oh, well, no. What about yeah? I was gonna say I pretty much have a similar view as Brian mm. in terms of just the sister part and the brother and brother-in-law part. <laughs> yeah, brother. Anyways, um, yeah. So when I was younger, I would say I wasn't that close with my sister. Yeah, we have you know the sibling fights, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we grow older, right? Uh, like Brian said, we have some similar uh, adult things that we can relate to, like you know taking care yeah. of our parents, um, whether it be like their birthdays or anniversaries or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and you know just stuff like that. So I won't go into those details, but I would say my, I'm a very competitive person, so I always use not used. My sister, but she was kind of there, and I kind of took not as a competition, but someone that I could look up to in terms of beating, in terms of if if you yeah. can say, yeah. So like she was super smart. She was always smarter than me. Uh, would always get higher grades than me. So um, yeah, just you know, being just me comparing myself. Um, I that kind of helped me strive to be better and mm-hmm. make myself yeah. w- want to try. It's like a healthy competition. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I guess helped me a little bit, a lot more. Um, and now obviously, like Brian said, um, you know, if I need a help, I would ask her if she needs help, I would obviously be there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, in terms of brother-in-law, I think, um, again, Brian <laughs> covered it really well. <laughs> But I would say that my relationship with my brother-in-law is, again, chill. And how I would describe him is, you know, I would trust my sister with him. You know what I mean? Mm. And yeah. if, if I could trust my sister with him, it's like, I'm good kind of thing. You can trust them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I'll just kind of summarize everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, so, like, I also have a brother-in-law and... At the beginning, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of interesting because it was kind of like meeting, obviously it's like you're meeting your sister's boyfriend or whatever, and it's like, okay, like he's kind of like an acquaintance kind of thing, or kind of like a friend, sort of, like just some young. And then, kind of, is weird, like once he becomes family, it's like, it's weird how that transition is, it's like, because it's so natural, mm-hmm. but then suddenly suddenly you view this person and obviously not all relationships are the same some people have really bad relationships with their in-laws but you know it's weird how like if you have a good relationship it's just like oh so now this person is also part of that Mm -hmm. support circle and that you know that Mm -hmm. base circle that you guys are talking about and yeah it's weird how you can just add on to that you know Mm -hmm. i always thought that that was such a weird transition but yeah yeah yeah. i oh i was gonna also say um my sister or I would say any sibling. Um, to me, personally, mm-hmm. I would say they're a friend, but they're not. They're they're close friend, but they're not my. They're not one of my best friends. You know what I mean? Like I would yeah. share a lot of things with them, but not in detail. Sure. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah i guess it's a very unique relationship right so yeah yep do you have you guys so for you guys who only had sister or like one sister growing up do you guys ever want like a different sibling not a different one but like another sibling like have you have you guys ever wanted like a brother oh yeah or maybe like a younger sibling you know i thought about it but like growing up and stuff like that you know i thought about it but i'm not too curious honestly yeah yeah true i thought about it too it's like i wish i had an older brother or like a younger sister yeah but But, like yeah you never know right sorry but my mom was like slacking you know (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh Uh, oh. unconditional love eh? sorry (laughs) damn uh in addition actually um seeing my sister take care of my parents i've uh you know for my future when i have kids i mm-hmm. want a daughter first sorry <laughs> because <laughs> uh, <laughs> no no it's because i see my sister being so caring and oh, yeah. when i see myself i'm like i'm kind of like <laughs> You know? It's okay, bro. As uh, as someone who has an older sister, um, not all sisters are like that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Yeah. I love you if you're listening. <laughs> I want to know if you guys are like 100% transparent with your family. Like, are there things that you don't talk to your parents about? Because a lot of my friends are actually, like, very transparent. Like, they'll talk to their parents about, like, like sex and relationships really? and money is one thing that's also, I think, is kind of um, not really talked about. But, yeah, like, stuff like that. Are they Korean? Some of them are Korean, yeah. But do they talk about it in detail? Or is it well? Not it's not is like, it like is it hey, like mom. Oh. Like I did this position with Sheila yesterday. <laughs> it's not like that, but it's like you know, it's like do your parents know you're you know sexually active or being safe? Oh stuff like no, that, you hell know? no! I would never tell my parents. Yeah, I, I wouldn't tell my parents. Yeah, I wouldn't tell my parents, but yeah. I'm sure they know. Yeah, I'm sure they know. I mean, I tell them things like I'm gonna sleep over at a friend's, but that's so sus. I don't think anyone. Can what do you mean, bro? You sleep over at Brian's place all the time. Sorry. Oh. Play Maple Story all night. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, you get the you get the bananas. <laughs> I'll give you a banana. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I would, no, I don't think. I think they know, but they just pretend that they don't know. You know? Yeah. So. I, but I don't tell them straight up. True. Yeah. No, my parents definitely know because. <laughs> Once, you're bringing home freaking non-korean girls <laughs> like I this one time i was like my mom was like she goes there they're both my parents are church goers so they're like oh find a, a beautiful car from chachi right <laughs> and i'm like mom i can't yo like you know i just <laughs> you know like why well, uh, i mean you can like i, yeah, I, can, I, I ain't trying can. to uh, yeah. i ain't trying to you know wait wait till uh <laughs> <laughs> to like get married for that shit you know and, and i kind of like i didn't say that but i, I kind of like, but let's 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 be honest bro like not all churchgoers are sorry I know, that's true that's true no no 100 percent. most yeah. most aren't sorry but anyway I was, I was giving off that vibe and then 
my my mom's like, oh yeah, I know, like yeah, I know you're like that. So I was like, uh, once once she said that, I was like, yeah, she knows something's up. You're like, mom, I need a girl who can throw it back. <laughs> what do you mean, churchgoer? Throw it back like Tatiana. Sorry. And I'm sure she's seen like the condoms in my in my rooms and shit. So. Jesus Christ, you're a freaking animal. <laughs> no, it's like I I have it in a drawer, but like you know how Korean moms just go to your room and just like start opening every fucking drawer yeah, to like yeah. clean up and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, clean up. No drawer is safe. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, why are you touching my shit? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and that's how she saw it. Just put a dildo. <laughs> so embarrassing, bro. <laughs> just put a dildo on your drawer on purpose. <laughs> vibrator she like starts buzzing it She's like what is this and, uh, yeah. yeah 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 so no I'm the, I'm the i'm the same like um i don't i talk to them about probably basically everything except for the stuff that christian parents don't want to hear yeah honestly i think most korean parents yeah. are conservative so like i don't think they would want to hear it yeah you know true. what i mean yeah but like I think it was only even recently that I started tell like I was more transparent about like me drinking. Before then, I kept it a secret too because my parents are. I mentioned this before, but my parents are fairly religious, mm-hmm. um, and so even drinking, I knew that they would kind of like look down upon it and they would like give me shit for it. So all throughout uni, I didn't tell them I drank mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then it was only recently that now I'm like you know, I'll come home to visit and then I'll bring like a six pack of beer and a bottle of wine and my parents just kind of go. <sighs> you know <laughs> they don't they don't drink at all but then but then my dad will be, you know, oh, no they, they they really don't damn yeah like they yeah it's like i think growing up and stuff in korea too like they didn't drink that much mm. um damn, so it's korea. like no, yeah like they're like the good they're good good you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. understandable so, yeah i aspire to, to be that good good i don't know i don't know i think it's too late for me i but. said i said i said aspire <laughs> What about inspire? I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking. It's, it's just when you go over, that's a problem. Yeah. Far. Sounds like a sounds like something a, a non-churchgoer would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So segue into the extended family, if you will. Um, we covered our parents. We covered our siblings. I think we cover our pets since we all have dogs. Yes, sir. Um. So do you want to start us off, Brian? What your relationship? Sure. <laughs> my dog. What's your relationship like with your dog? <laughs> no, I mean not not even just your relationship with your <laughs> dirty. Honestly, though, speaking of unconditional love, your dog. My relationship with my dog is the definition of unconditional love. Yeah, bro. yeah. I was gonna say that too. Humans, like, we don't deserve dogs, man. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, our dogs probably help, like it created a stronger bond within the family definitely like with my yeah. parents and yeah, my sister yeah, yeah. so like sh- my dog just like became that source of energy and like mm-hmm. happiness and like mm-hmm. that glue yeah mm-hmm. so i'm like so thankful for my dog yeah yeah it's just like so like consistent and loyal all the time with your dog you know mm-hmm. like, they're so pure you, you know like when you come home they're you know yeah, yeah, yeah. their tails are wagging and they're like they have their like legs yeah. up like touching you and shit it's like yeah, yeah just it's just since day one you know like yeah, nothing yeah. changes mm-hmm. so it's like i mean i had a dog that's 13 years old now so we've been together for a long time but yeah he's definitely you know part of the squad <laughs> yeah 
the, your guys is like like Momo and Cash. They're your guys' first pet, right? Like that's like the only dog you've ever had, right? My first dog. Yeah. I had a bunny before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a fish that. too. <laughs> I had a hamster, I think. Yeah. Because uh, like someone, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say someone like a pet, like a legit pet. Like yeah. A pet pet. Well, I mean, all you know, all pets are pets, but yeah, dogs. A are pet different. that could have tricks to them, you know. <laughs> so, Josh, how about you? Sorry. Yeah. So, like, my dog right now is um, I have a kind of like interesting family tree with my dog so i got my first dog who was a shih tzu uh in like 99 when i moved to toronto for the first time um and then we had that dog all throughout our lives and then that dog actually had puppies and we got we got my first dog's puppies and then we gave the, the mm. that dog away and then that dog had puppies and that's our current dog right now so my current mm. dog is my original dog's grandson Gen- <laughs> like, genetically damn but uh yeah like um yeah that's, some, that's, that's not a circle of life it's a fucking trapezoid of life or some freaking Next level uh, shit. Right. starting of a colony bro <laughs> damn. but yeah like i i completely agree like our first dog was definitely like especially because we had him when we were young right so he was really like like the source of like joy in the family especially when you're young you know go, and like taking the dog out to walks and stuff like that as a family like those are all memories we had going to the park with our dog you know all those things yeah. um yeah and yeah like I, my parents grew up like not really looking at pets as like family because in korea i think during that time especially because like during their like youth like when they were young like times are tough right like korea was going through some some dark shit so like mm-hmm. they didn't have the luxury to like look at pets as as family and stuff like that. So even for them, I think our first dog was kind of like the first family kind of dog. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, when yeah, like I I got like honestly when 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 our first dog died, it was like man, it was it it, it really felt like we lost a family member, you know. Mm-hmm. And like that was it was it was really tough. But yeah, honestly, yeah. like I'm so thankful yep. to have a dog right now too so so much that's that's a, that's the downfall of having a dog eh? it's like when that day comes yeah it's gonna be like fucking devastating no i know yeah. yeah and as much as i say that i prepared my heart for it i don't think like when the day comes it's gonna yeah. be tough no i gotta like what happened was my dog got really sick uh and he started he started like getting these tumors and stuff like that and then we took him to the nurse and it got to a point where the nurse was like like honestly your dog is yeah. i think he's like 15 and shih tzu, I think for shih tzu, that's that's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah, that's good. The nurse, the, not the nurse, like the vet was like, "Yo, you gotta, you, you gotta put him down." So we had him for one week, and I still, man, I still remember this. Like, in like we used to always say like his name was Minky. We're like, Minky, like let's go for a walk, and he'd get excited and go to the door and like wag his tail, and then we put a leash on him, right? Yeah, and yeah. then that last day when we had to take him to the vet. In order yeah. to get him going, my mom was like, Minky, let's go for a walk. And then he went to the front door. But yeah. that was like yeah. the last time, you know? Fuck. Man, it's actually like <sighs> making me choke up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get emotional when I talk about my dog now. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers! Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it is like, if, if that day comes, that's like... I see so many stray dogs like on the internet and shit. Yeah. And it's just like, I was, I'm glad that I was able to give like this dog, Mm -hmm. uh, like a good life, you know, like a happy life. And Mm -hmm. um, 
you know it wasn't just any like stray dog or whatever you know yeah that exactly like i'm trying to like you said give my dog the best life before she goes yeah. that she can have but i'm sure once that day comes it'll be harder to set it then yeah, but, yeah for sure yeah yeah but i'm sure all dog owners can relate to that let's end this off with a positive note and say our dogs are very cute yeah and they'll live forever and hopefully hopefully that day never comes yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll include them in the um in the instagram fo- post for this one sure yeah all right, guys, that was a little bit sentimental, but um, hopefully, got, hopefully you guys related to a little or a lot to what we said. Yeah, this one was a little bit more serious, but, you know, sometimes I think it's good to just kind of go back and um, reminisce about these things because, you know, sometimes we get caught about with a lot of shit in life. But I think family is one of those things where it's very important and it's not always going to be there. So, yeah, we, we know that not all relationships are amazing and not all families are, are perfect but at the end of the day you know it's, it's all that we got and of course we're just speaking from our personal experiences um and maybe if you haven't you know spoken to your family in a while give them a call tell them you miss them and see how they're doing you know catch up yeah yep and thank you guys for listening to us ramble again and we'll catch you guys next time if you guys enjoyed this episode and um have any suggestions on what we should cover next send us a dm and give us a follow on our instagram page at the young and finch don't forget to follow us on spotify and uh, give us a rating and a review at the apple podcasts or the apple music store if you enjoy the podcast and uh, feel free to give our youtube channel subscribe our first video should be up there now yes sir so we'll see you guys next time thanks for listening Peace. peace So that happened. Um, sorry, my dog. I'm just gonna wait until almost like, moment. Almost like skirt. Yeah. Sounds like a cockroach. Sorry. <laughs> it's like Air cockroach ASMR vibes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cookie. I'm down. <laughs>